0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of Agency Journey. This is Andrew, and today I'm super stoked to bring you an awesome conversation I had with Joel Irway. Joel runs the webinar agency. He helps businesses sell more things using webinars and his proprietary mini-webinar process. Um, In this episode, we break down, first of all, how you can make a compelling offer as a business, something that gets your target audience to get excited, raise their hand, and book a call with you. We then go through Joel's Agency journey and break down how he grew his business from just him to a full team, then back down to just him, and then a contractor team, and how he structures everything today so he can live quote unquote semi retired. Awesome conversation. I'm sure you're going to love it. Let's get to it. Hey there, guys. This episode of Agency Journey is brought to you by our friends over at Sweet Process. Sweet Process is a process documentation software that gives your team a central place to create and manage all of your important procedures, processes, and policies. And now we all know that processes can't live in a vacuum. And that's why Sweet Process makes it easy for everyone on your team to collaborate together on those processes and then continually keep them up to date. Now they normally offer a 14-day free trial, but for our audience, they've extended that to a 28-day free trial. So you can head over to and try it out. No credit card required. Again, that's sweetprocess.com slash agencyjourney. Hi, Joel. Welcome to the podcast. Excited to have you here today, man. Um, For folks who haven't seen your name before, would you mind giving them a little bit of a background on your story and how you got where you are today?
1: Awesome. Yeah. So thanks, Andrew, for having me on. I'm very excited to be here. A little bit of background about myself. I have run the webinar agency since 2014, 2015, and have been helping coaches, consultants, and experts grow their, grow their businesses online with webinars and mini webinars. Uh, we have been doing done for you services since we opened and we have since opened up some other offers in the educational space in the, you know, done with you type, type of, uh, uh, type of realm as well. So we have a full product suite of, of offers that are, that our agency Works with clients on, and so been doing that for a while, and have had quite a bit of success. It's awesome, man. Well, you're actually someone who's
0: you know we've brought in and you've worked with us on our messaging and everything. Gray and I have um, enjoyed the process going through everything, and um, wanted to bring you to the agency audience here to kind of share some of your your wisdom with our folks. So excited to have you here. Um, what I want to start with is kind of the beginning of everything, which is positioning in a market. Um, You've got kind of a counterpoint, I might say, but it's something that's helped us out a lot, a lot um, called the power offer. Um, a lot of agencies we speak with struggle with positioning themselves. Um, can you explain what the power offer is, how you got to that light bulb moment and how it might help agencies who are struggling to set themselves apart in the market?
1: 100%, love this conversation. So <clears throat> back in 2000. 2000- yeah, it must have been about four years ago now, like four, three or four years ago, 2016, we had just moved into a new home. Uh, we moved from Rochester, New York, over to Lewiston, which is just north of Niagara Falls. That's where my wife is from. Our first son, Dominic, was born in uh, September. And so we were upgrading our house, upgrading our, our uh, living situation to accommodate the growing family. Now, uh, the business is probably about two years old at that point, and we've been doing fine, been doing well, but I had been traveling all over the place to try and acquire clients. Uh, so I had I was part of tons of different masterminds, tons of different networking groups. And when I started my business, I wanted to do it from a lifestyle perspective, my previous job, I, what my previous career, I should say, I was a traveling salesman. So I was always on planes, traveling a bunch and, um, you know, when I had a family, I wanted to make sure I didn't do that. Yeah. So I was running into the struggle of constantly trying to acquire clients by going to these networking events. But at the same time, I was trying to acquire, um, learn the skill of acquiring customers and clients via paid traffic. I hadn't really done a great job of doing that up until 2016. And I was getting really, really frustrated. I remember I was... um. Laying awake, it's that old adage, you know, what keeps your customers awake at night? You know, I was literally laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling fan and reading a book and trying to figure out where's my, like, how am I going to get my next client? I had invested in coaching programs. I had invested in mentors to help me develop funnels, help me develop marketing systems and learn paid traffic. And so I was getting a lot of great experience, but nothing was really clicking. So I was trying to acquire clients for the webinar agency we were doing done for you webinars. And I had you know, naturally built my own webinar funnel to try and acquire clients. And we were profitable. We were acquiring clients, but it wasn't as consistent as I wanted it to be. It was very just up and down, up and down, up and down. And I started to think about it. I'm like, why are we not getting consistent leads coming into the pipeline? What is the problem here? And when I really started to think about it, I mean, I would spent probably $40,000 on mentorship and ads trying to make this webinar funnel work and we just could not get it to scale. And what I realized was there's a fundamental flaw of understanding how funnels work for acquiring customers and realizing that there's a pocket of your audience who's basically ready to buy right now. Uh, That book that I was reading that night uh, in bed was was called um, How to Create Irresistible Offers by Bob Bly, who's a well-known copywriter, kind of an OG in this space. And uh, on one of the first pages that he has, there's this chart that explains your customer acquisition cost and how it relates to the type of content that you put out. And basically what it was saying now, Bob is a very technical writer. So if I were to give you the word for word verbatim of what that chart said, it's going to sound like mumbo jumbo. So I'm going to give you the uh, distilled version. And basically what it was saying was if you were to create a piece of content and put it out into the marketplace, that was primarily offer driven, meaning, Hey, I've got an offer. Do you want it or not? Right. Your cost per, Your cost per customer acquisition is going to be the lowest as you start to put out different forms of content that is more brand driven or educational based marketing, you know, educational based content, and it's lower on the offer driven spectrum, your cost per customer acquisition is going to be higher. Mm. And like a light bulb moment went off. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, that is what I've been doing wrong. My webinar on, it was, it was a, an automated webinar on why webinars are great, how to do webinars and, and, Ultimately at the end, I made an offer for them to work with me to help them develop their own webinar. It was all content. And at the very end, I made that offer and not enough people were seeing that offer. My, my cost per application on average was like 450 bucks. Mm. And I just couldn't really understand why it was so high. That's really high in this space, by the way, if anyone's listening and they haven't run paid traffic, that's very high. And I'm like, well, here's the deal there's probably a huge audience out there that already like I was focused on the audience that was really far away from the conversion hole. Meaning I was trying to grab anyone that had an offer or a coaching program, explain to them why they needed to build a webinar, explain to them my methodology around webinars, and then make them an offer. And when you go after that wide market, it's going to cost you a lot of money because they're not necessarily ready to make a buying decision just yet. And so when I read that, I realized that there's probably a segment of my audience that number one already knows about webinars. Number two, they probably tried and failed on their own and I could probably go after them. And so I don't need, and, and so that light bulb moment was, I don't need a long form webinar to talk to that audience. Yeah. And so I jumped up out of my bed. <laughs> it was 11 o'clock at night. I remember it clear as day as if it were yesterday, even though it were four years ago. I ran downstairs and I typed up what is now known as the power offer. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to make this offer to people and try and reach that audience. That's probably already built a webinar. They want to get one done. They know it's a lot of work, you know, let us do it for them. And so I ran downstairs and I typed up this, this power offer. I didn't call it that at the time, but I hit publish. I I, I wrote it up as an ad and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to publish this as an ad and. We'll see how it goes. We're not going to look at it until the next morning. And the next morning I woke up, we had a flood of applications. You know, we were paying on average 450 bucks per application that, you know, the next over the next day or two, it dropped from 450 to 20 or $30 per appointment per application. That first day I landed a $25,000 sale and had another $25,000 project on the wait list. And ever since then. Like I've never gone hungry for leads again. And so that's kind of the genesis of what we're talking about here, this power offer. And it's, it has literally transformed, um, hundreds and hundreds of, you know, business owners who, who, uh, struggle to generate leads. It's been a, it's been a fascinating journey over the course of the the past four years.
0: That's awesome. So you're basically running counter to this thought that I need to educate someone first. I need to earn their trust earn their attention in order to make them an offer. I'm just going to flip it, make an offer. And if someone opts in, that's, you know, it's a small group of people, but they're more warmed up and ready to go.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so I want to be clear, like I'm not trying to rewrite the rule book of marketing. I'm not trying to say that educational based marketing doesn't make sense, but for the vast majority of people who are trying to build funnels and, and, and acquire customers, it, you know, Until you have an abundance of lead flow and abundance of clients, like I can't, you know, it's, it's hard for me to see the, it's hard for me to really see why we should be focused on, you know, education-based funnels when we really just need to be making offers more and more offers to people out there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have educational-based funnels out there still, but I'm at a stage of my business right now where. You know, I'm going after that larger market and I've got a validated offer because that's the other thing too. So many people, as I started teaching this and I'm working with clients and customers who don't have a dialed in lead gen system yet, it's made, it's mostly because they don't have an offer that people actually want. Yeah. And so leading with that offer does, it kills like three birds with one stone and, uh, you know, it validates your offer. It gets leads and, and buyer leads coming into the door and it gives you confidence and clarity that okay, great. Like now I know I've got something that works here. And if I want to layer on some other stuff to kind of lead into that later down the road, that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. I can do that.
0: Yeah. So can you unpack it a little bit from a service-based business perspective? Um, If let's say we've got uh, someone who's a Facebook ad agency or someone who's a website design agency, how could they take this model of the power offer and kind of apply it to an audience that they've served? Um, Like how would you walk an agency through that model?
1: So the framework of the power offer is very simple. It goes something like this, right? It's um, I'll, I'll use my first power offer ad that I created that night. It was, uh, it's, it's very straightforward. It's about one to two sentences long and it's meant to just get people to say a yes or no decision, right? Not necessarily revealing the price and not getting them to put their credit card out, but you want them to say, yes, I want that promise or no, I'm not interested in it. So that night when I created my power offer, it was very straightforward. I might butcher it, but here's the gist of it. It was. The first sentence was just calling out my, my audience. Right. And so it was, Hey, attention course creators, coaches and consultants. Um, then I let in with my kind of my question statement, like my yes or no statement, like I want them to be able to respond yes or no to this statement. This is the power offer. And I asked them, I said, if I offered to build you a high converting sales webinar, um, guaranteed to convert, uh, without you needing to worry about what to say or how to say it. And, um, I get you the first turn, uh, the first draft turned around in 24 hours. Would you take me up on that offer? That was the first, that was the first power offer that I came up with. And, um, that's really it. Like that is the power offer. I had like another sentence after that, that just gave me a little bit more credibility. Mm-hmm. That was basically something like, um, you know, over the past year or two, I've, I've, I've developed six or seven, seven figure webinars. Are you next? Yeah. That's really kind of like, it's a moot point. It's not even necessary. I've had people just use that power offer um, sentence and they've made tens of thousands of dollars. Awesome. But the co- the core idea here is that if then statement, right, if I offered to do blank, you know, so you can, whatever, without your objections, whatever, without, without whatever is stopping you, would you take me up on that offer? And that, would you take me up on that offer? is designed specifically. So people, number one, know that they're not opting into some sort of free report and just trying to learn more in educational based marketing system, right? We want them to know like, yes, I'm looking for clients. I want you to do your research on me. I want you to learn more about my methodology, more more about my system and let's schedule a call. Like let's talk. And uh, that's really the Genesis. And if you can't get people to respond yes or no, or let, let me clarify. If you can't get the right people to say yes to that power offer statement, it's almost like, I, I call this the monopoly rule. It's like, do not pass go, do not collect $200, like stop and refine it until you get people to say yes and they're booking appointments onto your calendar. Yeah. That's really like, if you're trying to go to cold traffic or not, not even just paid traffic, but you want that offer that people are going to say yes to and respond to, because that's really like, it's, it's like the starting point of your business. And, um, for anyone who's kind of stuck on, we get a lot of people who are on the referral train, they're on the networking train. Right. And it's not systemized meaning like, okay, it's easy to land clients for what, for your service-based business when somebody else is selling it for you. Right. Or they're saying, Hey, I did, you know, you know, Joe Schmo over here built this for me, built this website for me. You should go talk to him. Right. It's an easy sale and you know you're not needing to do any warm-up it's they went out and found the client for you mm-hmm. they've already shown you they shown them their product and you know or giving you good praises but it's not predictable and so yeah. make building that predictable machine is not easy but it starts with a compelling offer that people actually want
0: yeah so if i get if i send this out to my list post it on my linkedin profile like get it in front of eyeballs What is, and it's like in the testing phase at this point, what what would you recommend as a call to action off of that? Is it reach out to me, watch this video, comment here? Like what's in the early stages, what's the best next step to share with folks as your agencies are just trying this out?
1: Yeah, so we have developed a system for paid traffic, but if we're, so I can kind of go down that rabbit hole later, but if you're just testing this out to a warm audience, like you can keep it very simple. Really, all you're looking for right now are hand raisers. Like this is a great hand raise post, hand raised message, hand-raised piece of content to get people to raise their hand and say, Yeah, I'm interested. Right. Yeah. Um, my friend or my former client, Steven, um, I have like five Stevens that I use as case studies. It's <laughs> wild. Like it's like I have I have at least three off the top of my head, and I know there's at least one more. So four or five Stevens that I use as case studies. But this Steven was in the financial trading space. And he had a list and I helped him develop a high ticket offer for his program. Um, and he wanted to test it. He had been selling a, thousand dollar course for a long time and, um, he wanted to test a high end version. So he just went out to his leads list with this power offer statement and he generated 70 or $75,000 in the first week, just mm-hmm. sending this out to his list. I think he ended up sending them to an application like, Hey, if you're interested, opt in here and, and fill out an application and we'll, we'll talk, yeah. but in its simplest form, you can get people to say, Hey, you can just say reply to this email yeah. or fill out this application, whatever it is. I mean, if you really just want to test the, test the marketplace, I would just keep it very simple and um, just have them reply like awesome. as, as little resistance as possible. Yeah.
0: So now just listening to the way your agency has progressed, you've gone from kind of full-blown done-for-you implementations to now offering some courses like training-led stuff. Agency owners who are listening to this, who are looking to monetize some of their IP that way, can you walk us through what was your journey there? How long did you spend doing full fulfillment before kind of putting your toe in the water of training? Any lessons you learned making that transition that you'd want to avoid or you'd advise other people consider? As they begin to add in um, some productized things on top of their kind of 100% agency services?
1: Yeah, great question. It's been a long journey. Like, and it wasn't like I flipped the switch one day and I went, okay, going from services to education, done okay. with you, whatever. The first time I tried to launch my own course in a productized way, it was you know, everything that I do, I design for cold traffic because I want to scale it. Right. And it was a pretty big failure. So as a webinar agency, I was trying to develop a course around how to do a webinar. And while it sold well to my internal audience and anytime I did like a JV webinar, it never sold well to cold traffic. Hmm. And the biggest lesson I learned from that is, um, you know, webinars are hard and not A lot of people want to learn how to do it on their own. And if they do, they don't want to pay a lot for it. It, That's not necessarily true, but so I'll retract that statement, but it's, it's not an easy, yes, that's probably the best way they can say. It's not an easy yes for them to say, okay, I'll invest in your training program. I'll go through it on my own. I know webinars are difficult. And I have to build this entire funnel out myself. Like they are not an easy, it's probably the holy grail of marketing. Like if you get a webinar to work, like you can pretty much do anything in marketing. And so, um, and, and people know that like they're long presentations, you have to deliver them, like you have to give a presentation. And, uh, and so you fight a lot of those, a lot of those, um, battles. And so from a scalability standpoint, the ease factor was not in my favor. And whenever you're developing offers, it's one of the, it's one of the critical things that you want to pay attention to is like, is this an easy yes for them? Yeah. And going to a cold market, the answer was no, mm-hmm. at least at the price point that I wanted to sell it at yeah. uh, in order to, to make money. So um, I dabbled around with that for probably a year and a half to two years, trying to get that thing to work on and off. All the while, I'm still doing done for you, done for you services. We still do done for you to this day. So, like, we haven't shut that part down. Yeah. Um, but kind of closed that down. Uh, you know, you know, removed that from my um from my projects list. And we had developed, you know, over the course of you know the next few months and 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 year, we had developed a new easier way to generate leads and generate um and generate customers with something that we called mini webinars. This was a much uh, more attractive, uh, offer for anyone who liked, who didn't like long form webinars. And now we had this new unique mechanism that we came up with called mini webinars, which incorporated power offers with this whole, with this whole system. So I developed a course around that and that started to sell really well. So, um, you know, I did, I I basically launched that as a workshop first. So I sold, um, I did an in-person workshop for $5,000 per ticket to my internal list and got a bunch of people, I uh, got 12 people to sign up for it and they flew in from all over the world to little old Lewiston in the middle of December, December, which was freezing cold. I can't believe that we actually like filled up the seeds. We wanted to sell 12, we sold 12. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was the first time that I kind of taught that, taught that system after that point, I, I productized it even further. So I put that into a course, sold that for $2,000 to, to my audience. And, uh, and we started, you know, using a mini webinar to enroll those clients into, into those programs. So, um, you know, it kind of has just evolved from there. We've since productized that even, you know, even further we, we, or I should say we rebranded that into high ticket courses. Um, but we've been selling that, you know, for the past year and a half as well. And to be honest, like, um. I kind of just launch offers whenever I feel like it, and so I, I, um, I it's not it hasn't been like a systematic like pull myself out of, out of the agency world because we still do a lot of agency work to this day. Yeah. But um, it's a good mix right now. It really is. You know, we have group coaching programs that we've introduced. We have, you know, DIY programs, and it's, you know, it's it's a good mix um, in the business.
0: Yeah. I think what I see there is come across something that works well and then don't just ignore it. Um, Don't let it sit there. I think people breeze past their um, profitable ideas and let them sit on the shelf. So that's really cool to hear that, um, that you can find alternative ways to monetize those things. So that's awesome. Last question I have for you is how is your like, how is your delivery, your fulfillment team evolved? Um, And do you, do you lean on full-time internal folks? Do you lean on contractors, partners, like, what have you found in, in your business that has different phases to, to get these, once you make the offer, to deliver that
1: outcome to the client? In 2017, I tried to scale the agency internally, meaning I wanted to build a team internally. Um, I hired a COO. I hired you know a project manager. I hired copywriters. And I was really excited about trying to do this on my own. Uh, it was a very big learning experience for me because I discovered I am not the managerial type. And, uh, I spent a lot of money on, on that fractional COO, spent a lot of money on the project manager and, and all the team members, but I ended up building something that I absolutely hated running. Mm-hmm. So over the course of early 2018, I kind of scaled back the team again. Um, I went through a pretty big, like financial hit at that point. Um, cause we also had some fulfillment issues that, you know, I had to deal with. And I kind of took a pause from the agency. I took a pause for everything for about a month and a half to two months as I really reconvened and tried to figure out what I wanted to do. I liked doing agency work still. Like I like having my hands on different offers and like, it's just, it's fun. It's, it is enjoyable for me, but I knew if I wanted to scale it, um, I couldn't handle any of that stuff that I did before. Yeah. So in 2018, I ended up working with a consulting client who, um, was another marketing agency and he hired me to help consult on some of the webinars that he was working on with clients. And so we built a great relationship and um, during that time I was launching these workshops. So I had another workshop in June of that year and I invited him to come to that workshop and he came to the workshop. We built a mini webinar, everyone at that workshop built a mini webinar and I saw the type of work that he did and he was fantastic at it. And so we struck up a conversation. I wanted to see what he was, you know, what his goals were. And he's like, I really want to grow the agency and I enjoy building a team. I enjoy managing a team. And, uh, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. So, um, when I picked up a couple of clients, I would, I would hand them off to him. I'd say, Hey, let's, let's work on this project together and let's just see how, how this works Yeah. ended up working out very well. And after a few clients and, and seeing the results with those clients and making sure that they were happy, I approached him, I said, Hey, listen, you know, would you be interested in partnering long term on this meaning you know i'll be the front i'll be the face uh and i'll help on strategy for some of these offers because people are really buying me still yeah sure um, so would you be interested in running fulfillment and customer service and client and you know client service on the back end and he said absolutely mm-hmm. so having him on the team has allowed us to bring on way more clients while maintaining our, our success rate than I could have ever done on my own because I just didn't enjoy doing it. So, um, his name is Matt and it wasn't even like a strategy that I was aware of, Hmm. meaning, um, I didn't think that it was possible for me to, uh, scale my team externally. Like I didn't think that was even, a route that I could go, it just kind of fell into my lap. And, you know, me being open to all opportunities, we saw the opportunity. I'm like, okay, let's give it a shot. And it worked out really well. Um, what's really interesting is, you know, he was probably the best person for the job because he was already ingrained in my system. Like I didn't have to train him. I didn't have to teach him the mini webinar system. Like he already got it. He understood it. Yeah. And it was a, it was a win-win. So that's one of the side benefits of having an education arm and teaching people what you do. Yeah you know, I don't know if I could ever like say, that's a, uh, uh, a strategy that you can replicate, but I mean, it worked. That's, that's what I did unintentionally, but it worked out really well for me. And I have hired a bunch of people from my own audience, my own customer list. And those are usually the best, the best projects that we have. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So Joel, if, if someone wants to learn more about the power offer, about the mini webinar, about kind of the system that you teach, what's the best place for them to go to find out more?
1: So my hub is joelirway.com. You can just kind of follow me there. I I link to all my projects that I'm working on. You can find my agency site there. Um, That's probably the best way to start. If they like podcasts, they can check out my, I have two podcasts that are, um, that we have over 200 episodes published on now. Uh, Sold with webinars is the first one and Experts Unleashed is the second one. The first one is really my marketing podcast where I talk about all things offers and webinars and you name it. And the second one is an interview style podcast where I interview other experts who have launched six, seven, eight, and nine-figure information-based expertise businesses. So I'd say those are the best places to go check me out. Awesome. Well, we will link
0: all those up in the show notes for you guys. And Joel, thank you for coming on and uh, walking us through your process here, man. It's been
1: awesome. Thanks, Andrew. It was a blast.
0: Hope you enjoyed that episode. Hey, here at Zen Pilot, Gray and I believe that agency owners shouldn't have to do things more than once. So if your operations at your agency feels kind of like a messy kitchen that you don't want anyone else to see, I want to invite you over to zenpilot.com. There you can check out the different service offerings we have to help you turn that chaos into calm, controlled productivity. That's zenpilot.com. We can help you take your agency operations to the next level by walking you through a proven three-step process. Number one, we'll work with you to set your system up, map it all out, understand the unique roles and workflows that apply to your service offering. Two, we'll configure all of that inside of a project management system. We love ClickUp for that. And then three, we'll train your entire team on how to use the system and keep it up to date so that you and your leadership team have a predictable data set that you can pull insights out of and use to make clear business decisions. This is going to increase your client retention and it's going to increase your team morale because everyone's going to know where to find everything that they need and everyone's going to have clear expectations about what they need to be doing. So that's zenpilot.com. If you want help taking your chaotic, perhaps, agency operations to the next level, zenpilot.com. Check out our offerings there and feel free to fill out a form and say hey. We'd love to hop on a call and see if those three steps can help you take it to the next level. Until next week, we'll see you here on the podcast. Cheers.